Hello, and welcome to the Acolytes of Merlin, part three of our discussion of Lord of Chaos, book six in the Wheel of Time by Robert Jordan. We are your hosts, Johnny. And John. Uh, and we're talking about Demise of Wells, among some other Rand-related things. Yes. <laughs> uh, one of those is definitely a uh, an elephant in the room, so to speak. Um, but Rand is a an elephant in terms of the series as a whole, <laughs> shall we say. So, yes, he's a little important. <laughs> uh, so... I'd like to talk about, uh, we learn about his parentage in this book. Yes. Um, his the, complex parentage that takes, like, two pages of, yeah. <laughs> well, um, we we learn he has Aiel parents in book four, um, and there was a degree of mystery around his mother. Yes. Because uh, his father was, you know, born and bred, Aiel... But his mother, they did come from somewhere else. That was mentioned, but kind of in passing. Her, his mom, as a maiden, came even though yes. she, even though she was a maiden, was not. Yeah, she yeah she was not native. We I think we knew that. Um, she, we learn now that uh, she came from an Andorran royal family. Wait, was it Andorran? Or, oh yeah, it was Andorran. It was Andorran. There was the Kai other stuff I was getting confused because. About. <laughs> um. She Tigraine is obviously Morgaza's generation. Tigraine is his mom. Yes, Tigraine yeah, is his okay. mom. And you have this really funny scene when Rand is basically oh. trying to drown himself in wine when he thinks that <laughs> they were cousins. <laughs> yeah. So he and, and Elaine were related, but they're and... only related in the sense that Every Andorin is related if you go back far enough. Yeah, yeah that's not pseudo Game of Thrones spoilers or Song of Ice and Fire, but this isn't Game of Thrones. In Game of Thrones, <laughs> that's for sure. And I don't really need to say much else other than that for uh-huh. those that know what I, what I mean. But yeah. go ahead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they're, I, they're not. They're go ahead. You you obviously have. Uh, this whole idea of the the hero being from a lineage that is Grand not as or... common as his his upbringing is that that makes yeah. him as common and uh, you get that through the Aiel and now we have that through his biological um, mom his biological mom with with uh, royalty in the sense that he always understood it i mean he's yes. he's he's a he's royalty in the country that he grew up in yes. even um and of course in an even more metaphysical sense there's stuff around the being the dragon oh, as yes, well yes, yes. so mm-hmm. there you kind of have a tripartite uh, yes uh, was this that was lineage it, here was this Deb, uh, a clan chief I forget yes. it, right? Oh, yeah, I, I, I the, thought he was. I want to say the Tardon. Oh, really? I, yeah. I mean, that would fit, because they're the ones that he, like, interacts with the most, right? Um, well, or I'm maybe that's there. why I'm thinking of Tardot. I, I don't I'm, know. He, I, don't, I don't remember the... Uh, they only mention the specific clans that aren't the Shido not very often. <laughs> right, right. Everyone knows um, the Shido. Because they're, like, Slytherin Syndrome, they're the villains. <laughs> they are. <laughs> 
But uh, they, they're even more. Their name is even more on the nose, though. Yes, than than Slytherin. Because Slytherin, like, there's a couple people that you could see more of the ambition side with certain characters with this it's like there's not a single person that identifies as being Shido that is not against Duran because right. all the ones that weren't against him left <laughs> right that's right yeah that, right? That, that's actually yeah. that's a good point it's not a matter of all the Shido being it's just that um, you have everyone that's left is just buys into that and, and narrative for, and, and for some reason that I would never understand they, they're listening to Savannah but whatever <laughs> <laughs> anyways yeah they 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 wanted to listen to somebody uh, Cooligan's gone now right so. his wife yeah so and well she she pays the price at the end of this book but go ahead <laughs> <laughs> yes um so you have that you have uh Luz Theron acknowledging Rand's existence for the first time. Yes, that's right. And yeah. it's in Shadar Lagoth. Oh yeah, because they I, that's I right. I just don't think that's a coincidence. I don't and I and I can't any idea that I have about it is not something I can say right now. Okay. Um but just even as someone going through this reread and not having any ideas about future events, I'm like isn't this is the place where if if this is madness, this oh, is simply is this yeah. is madness or some just alternative thinking of some sort? I mean, Shadar Lagoth is a pretty mad place. Yeah, there's yeah. I mean, there's been no. I mean, even the Dark One. Well, that's more of a villain not getting along with the other villain. But even the Merdral and Dark One people don't like it. <laughs> Yes. And it doesn't like them either. <laughs> so it's... Yeah, they don't like something that was born of the taint, which was, of course, caused by the Dark One, but then Wait, that... that's Shadarlo Goth. No, I'm t- actually talking about the ways. The wa- Oh, yes, and yes. Okay, how, I was confused um, for a minute. Both Mach and Shin, I think that's how you pronounce it, from the ways, and Mashadar from... Shadar Lagoth yes. are dangers to the Dark One's foot soldiers. That's, that's true, yeah. That, or his red shirts. <laughs> yes. yes, yes. The Trollocs have come a long way since the, uh, the... The scene in the kitchen. What's his name? He, has, he, he gets named. Oh, yeah, Narg. He gets named. <laughs> no, Narg is a bit of a celebrity in the community. Because he's the, probably... Is he the only named Trolloc in the whole series? And the only one that talks. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty funny. But... Narg smart. <laughs> Narg, wait, wait for, wait for you to come out. Um, and then I think the last specific Rand thing I have personally is with him and Min. Yes, I guess how so unforgivably dense he is oh. <laughs> about him thinking that the only possibility is that she's teasing him. His friend, te- that she's his friend, and she's teasing him oh. <laughs> about even possibly liking this her, is, and she couldn't possibly that's, like him that's, too. That's bad. I mean, it's not as bad as like Goku, but like, because Goku doesn't really know that sex exists. But like, but it's, exactly. But Rand, so, do you have right, expect, any expectations no, of Goku? No. Whereas so, Rand, like, I mean, you have the Avienda scene and like whatever. 
thing he does with Elaine and the stone, like, he's clearly, it's not like he's, well, it's not like it's a thing that he's unfamiliar with entirely, but... (laughs) And, yeah, he thinks of men differently, but he should know that even if that's the case, you don't, you don't say, I don't see you as a woman. Yeah. Don't, don't say that. That's bad. He... (laughs) <laughs> Rand and his women in general, like the uh, well, Elaine. Although Elaine, the weird thing with Elaine is those, which I still want to actually see what those letters said and I, why I, he's yeah. so well, why she thinks it, they're both so clear and why and he thinks they're so conflicted. Because you're inclined to think that, like, oh, Elaine being crazy and conflicted, but then you see stuff like this and it's like maybe he's the one that's just not getting it. Like, yeah. So, like, I, I'd be like. Sure, like, do we, I don't know, I mean, to this point, we haven't seen the letters. We have not seen them to this point. I don't point. know, I mean, and do they really matter? Not, probably, maybe, the, the, not the really. The steam has kind of gone out of them. Right, which, yeah, but, anyways. Well, I mean, you see, the problem is, really, is that Matt and Perrin are the ones who know how to talk to women. <laughs> see, that's, that's where this is. I, I think I've, I probably brought this up before, is that every single, between the three of them, they all think that the other two know like what they're doing with women and that they don't <laughs> doesn't <laughs> they... doesn't that have a root in truth though yes no it it, it makes sense but it's just funny that they all it, it just makes sense that they all pointedly say that about the other two people specifically because yeah. yes I, I get to this a general thing that yeah good yeah Though I would think that, I mean, I think it's a larger uh, commentary about not just in relationships, but how um, we see other people as having more of a handle oh, on things yes. than they really do in general. Like, I'm surprised that Perrin doesn't think uh, Rand is such a natural at being a lord, um, and mm. I am obviously not cut enough to yes. be a lord because yeah. obviously he has that insecurity and yes. uh, uncertainty mm-hmm. but he never projects that the same way that no, he does his insecurity with Fael yes yeah because the only because Fael is the only one that brings up the lord stuff and she's like hey stop you need to lead now <laughs> yes whereas like it's not and even then it's a very different um yeah it's it, it is interesting that that doesn't um, come up. But it is interesting because Perrin has the most straightforward um, love life. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, well, which is kind of ironic since his relationship with... Well, now is... It, well, even now it's weird. His relationship with Fayil, whatever. But <laughs> Yeah. It's... Yeah. We're, we're, yeah. There's, still, there's still more books. <laughs> yeah. But um, anyways. For, for things to progress. Um, that uh, and then as far as Perrin being a lord, that kind of ties into um, our big event here. Ah, uh, oh yes. Okay, we should probably set the stage first. So I forget this. So he's it's he's in Kyrian. Um, or were you going to? So where, yeah, where yes, did you yes, start? he is. Um, he's got two embassies. Yes. Um, one from the tower and one from Salidar. Yes. Um, the Salidar embassy comes to him 
in Camelin. Yes. Which makes sense because Solidar is in Altar and it's yeah. closer to Camelin. They, they don't know uh, traveling. traveling yet. They're, yeah. they're, they're, they're newbies at yes. that. Yes, not until um, their savior, their lady and savior, Egwene, comes and shows them. Uh, <laughs> but anyways. <laughs> um, uh, the... And then the the tower embassy goes to Kyran because also because it's closer. Yes. So Rand is, um, where constantly wary uh, with Luz Theron's help um, about being the ice. Uh, there being too many ice. Oh yes, I, to be able um, to like the shield overcome him, him etc. Yeah. Um, and they. First come to him in Camelin, the Solidar Embassy, and they try to intimidate him by being really large and with booming voice. And oh yeah, that's right. And <laughs> it's like whatever. Um, there are three of them that come to him, and they also have like servants with things on their back. This is the way. This, this is the this is Camelin, and this Camelin, I, I'm, yeah. I'm going to kind of lead into some weirdness here. Um, and he checks them, and he's like, okay. They're fine, right? And um, then that he kind of shatters their illusion, and says, "Don't test me, basically." Yeah. And, then, and then he goes to, uh, and then he goes to Kyrian. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Is what is Min with him when the um? No, wait. Is she in Camelot or Kyrian? I forget. Uh, I mean, well, she, maybe she's certainly she in Kyrian right. when the embassy That's comes, right. but uh, I don't know if she's in. Or maybe he's, I was thinking, was there I someone she, with him? Uh, maybe I mean, was there someone with him when the Salador embassy comes? Avienda? Or... No, Egwene. I... It's Egwene. Oh yes, that's, right, that's right. That's right. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Egwene yeah. is she's the green sister that they talk about. Uh, yes, uh, later because they know someone's in the room. Oh yeah, that's right. Because he um like shield or like illusions her out of yeah. the way, so they can't. Yeah, yeah. But I, I think they found find out somehow. Yeah. Anyway, um, then we have Kyrian, in which the Aes Sedai trick him by having Aes Sedai instead of servants carry chests. Yes. Now. Maybe I'm missing something here. Maybe I'm putting something where it shouldn't be. But there's something wrong here, isn't there? I thought he checked the women who held the chests in Camelin. I And then think... he doesn't do it in Kyrian. Well, I mean, I know he didn't do it in Kyrian. I Obviously he doesn't do it in Kyrian, yeah. but I'm just like... So Why? you so you knew what they were going to do, but you just checked at the wrong place. Yeah, or, or, you, or relax your suspicions. And it wasn't even in the group. right order. <laughs> you you thought you figured it out before they did it to you. Yes, yeah, that's yeah, that's true. That's so weird. maybe I'm wrong, and he doesn't do it in Camelin. But I thought I saw that he did. I I don't remember if he does in Camelin or not. But that's weird. Anyway, that, yeah, that's an issue. Obviously, that I have that doesn't make sense. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, that's fair. Okay. So, uh, you want to take over from here with Kyran? Uh, yeah. So, I mean, basically, he because he's it's just him in the room, right? Yeah, it has to be. And or, Min. Oh, I but think. do they? Well, they. Uh, they. I mean, they. They. Um, they oh, they, they, they take, yes, they right. take care yes, of Min. That's right. They yes, handle Min easily, obviously. Yeah. So, um, 
Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's, yeah. I, I forgot if they take her in the room or if they like have to take her when they're trying to escape. Anyway, no. so they, like you said, they tricked him, and the women holding the chest are more eyes than eyes. So they yes. quickly overwhelm him yes. and shield him in the source and stuff mm-hmm. him in a chest. Yes. And unbeknownst to everyone at the time, everyone else in the palace carry him out. <laughs> yes, and that is helped out. Um, I love how well they planned his... I mean, I hate it, but I also love yes. how well they planned his Because Corrin's still kind of running a show at this point, right? Yes, they they get help from Corian and, and, and any any other um, noble help they can get to... No, Corrin Qu- was the red that... Oh, I'm thinking of Colaver, sorry. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, um, but, I, I mean, they started with the nobles, both oh, in Camelin oh, and in yes, Kyrian, that's obviously. Right. Yep. They're like, it would be a lot better if he wasn't here, right? So, uh, they, but they also use his, I mean, everyone who's like, okay, he's, wow, he's suddenly not here. Okay, he's always suddenly not here. He's always going gallivanting off to one place or another without telling anybody. Which is true, and and it's funny because that happens with, well, obviously now that they can travel, but it happens with with more frequency as the series yes, progresses. It, yes, <laughs> and it has happened more than ever, like exponentially, I think, in this book. Yeah, in even, this book... Even as just, opposed to... Because um, he's going back... Back, and, Ky- back and, and forth Kyrian and, constantly. Yeah. When he never did that, he, he walked to uh, Tyr, then he walked to the Iowa Waste, and then he walked to Kyrie. Right, I mean, and obviously... And then did, finally he traveled to right. Camelin for the first time. Well, not for the first time, but... Yeah. Yeah, so... That was really bad. And it's only because of dear, dear Soraleia. Oh, yes. The that she was the reason that she was like, there was a lot of channeling in there at this time. And this is too much of a coincidence. She didn't like coincidences. I'm like, yes. yes. <laughs> Thank the, you. The smart one. <laughs> oh, Soraleia is amazing. Oh, she's great. She's infuriating, but amazing. Yes. Um, and um. so he, Jordan really plays up the... The this is really sickening thing. Not even oh, before with their treatment of him. Yeah, but e- yeah, but even even when they they take him and they like take his scepter from him. Yeah, it's and, a... and it's just like just stripping him of everything, his, of all his power yeah. basically, and you just feel awful inside as it's happening. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's a pretty cringy. The cringy is not the right word, yeah. but infuriating sequence. Mm-hmm. Uh, so everyone finds out. Well, they figure out he's gone, and so of course, Elida and or Elida, Quir, uh, Elida's embassy and company have left, yes. and they're some ways far ahead. And Perrin and everyone's like, "All right, we need to marshal the troops." We're going to rescue mm-hmm. <laughs> Yes, and we get uh, the answer to why. Min, Min, to Min's vision of um, everything, all of these little lights are getting swallowed by the darkness. And when you two are together, it doesn't happen as quickly. Oh, him and Perrin. When him and Perrin are yes. together, uh, it doesn't happen as quickly. And we know, now know that's because and once we finish this, we realize... Without Perrin there to kind of keep everybody together, this probably wouldn't have. Oh this no! Probably wouldn't have. No, he he. I mean, especially like because base this this was a really cool sequence as he's kind of marshalling the forces mm-hmm. as they're marching. Because basically, you have so all right, 
Rand's rescue party can, or, or or army, I should say, <laughs> is as is him. Well, it's Perrin, the two river people, the wolves, which that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, the wolves, um, various nobles from Tyr and Kyrian, right? Um, and then the IE, well, the. The non the Aiel that are not with Savannah, or the Aiel that are with Rand, I should say. And then the wise ones. Well, the, uh, yeah, again, the wise ones that are with Rand. Um, am I missing. Oh, well, then the Ashimon come later. But yes, but we yeah, don't but, know that they're yeah, coming. Yes, yeah. As per- Perrin, Perrin, as he's like marshalling his, the force, doesn't know that they're. Yeah, and that's a. I think it's always important, especially in a battle scene, to have an element of. Uh, Unsurpri- of, surpri- of, surprise or um surprise and alarm yeah um the this is uh, accomplished by the uh usually the real hero oh. in, in lord of the rings <laughs> yes yeah which yeah we'll, we'll, we'll yeah we'll get to the ashman when we yes yeah we're not there yeah i love how um especially when he they come across the um the solidar Oh yes, that's right. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Vera and Kiruna are their names, and they're basically like, "Oh, you you would make a to Perrin basically you would make a, a fine addition to our rescue force." And he's like, "No, you would make a fine addition to my rescue force." <laughs> yes, and it's it's awesome, <laughs> and yes. it's like, why don't you know that you're this good at this? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, and this is this is when he's the most like he's not even this forward. Or confident in well, I guess Shadow Rising that was his arc in Shadow Rising, yeah. But yeah, and, and this he really does. He's really cool in this part. Um. So then, I think we also then, then basically well, the, we should talk about Rand's treatment at the hands mm-hmm. of Galena, who's basically taken over at this point. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We should. We should stop to talk about that. That. Yeah. That's. You have to take note that remember that Gowan, who does not like Rand at he, all, he doesn't know, right? Or does he know? I forget. He, I remember it saying that he was he didn't like oh. Althor, but this was sickening. I was yes, like, that's Dang, right. Yeah, if he is not liking this, oh yeah, because he thinks that Rand killed Morgays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's it's like. Yeah, these these uh, Aes Sedai don't play. Yeah, basically, they're he's Rand's locked up in a box. He's allowed out several times a day to be beaten. Yep, and then fed a little bit, and then shut back in the box, Mm -hmm. and then let out to be beaten, and then Mm -hmm. shut back in the box. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And there's a lot happens there. He develops. More of a camaraderie with Luce Theron than he had before. Yes, because it's like they're both trapped in there together. Yes. Um, and he... His trust, any that he had, is being eroded away. Oh, with the ISI. Oh, with, oh, with the, the ISI. ISI. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. By, by, by the end of the whole thing, it's basically... I mean, with the exception of... It's basically gone entirely. He he. I mean, he must imagine Moiraine saying, "You had one job. 
Oh yes, <laughs> yeah. yes. I my we brought this up before. My dying wish was that you don't trust them. And what did you do? <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> um, and then, and then, and then, so the Shido then actually attack the part the camp. Yes, um, because Savannah wants to. She wants ran for. Herself. She wants ran for herself. Um, and just, that is arguably a a good reason why the um, the parents yes. forces are able to buy Rand enough time to escape. Oh yeah, I mean that. Yes, they're. I mean, both party, all three parties involved are facing two enemies. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I guess it is technically a three a three sided battle. I mean, you basically had the Shido were just squashed in between Perrin and Galena, but yeah, it's still. That's what, I mean, yeah. that's well, <laughs> they kind of are, but the squashing of the Shido is a little. Well, wow. oh well, yeah. <laughs> I, I should have saved that word, I guess. But uh, yeah. anyways, just well, maybe there could be other words. Yeah, want to be creative, anyways. Yes. <laughs> Um, uh, so, yeah, they, they're all fighting there, and then the Ashaman come in. So, alright, when I first, when this first happened, I thought that it was one of the Forsaken showing up. Okay. Because a gateway opened up, a man in a black, or someone in a black cloak appeared. Uh, I think, oh yeah, they were like stabbed, and I was like, oh shoot, a Forsaken showed up, and they got stabbed, and I'm like, alright, that's weird. And then more of them showed up, and I'm like, Okay, that's interesting. And then you, then so he describes like the sword or the emblems that they have to denote rank, and I'm like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. so this is what it is. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, um, that forsaken showing up would have been really bad. Uh yes, that would have been really, really bad. I would have been curious though that if they were to show up, how that would have because they, I mean. They probably could have gotten to killing Rand, but I mean, they were like it's not like they could have by themselves defeated all the armies, because all every army would have been arrayed. Well, but uh, for what three way arm three armies fighting all fighting against each other? May, maybe. May, maybe I guess I guess I guess it depends on. But they, well, although the the only reason the Forsaken would have really shown up shown up would have been to basically either capture or kill Rand. Mm-hmm. Like what? The, unless the right, like the, they wouldn't really have any other reason to be there, right? And they would have presumably been. Well, we don't know how much different people in the Black Aja know about other things, but I mean, it's. But I mean, Galena, like as the Black Aja's squad leader in this, <laughs> the squad, like she, the I would have like they would have yeah, basically that would have been their only reason to have been in that battle. Yes, agreed. Um. And what's notable is that um, when Taim, uh, this this might be later when Rand's out, but Taim has blue and gold dragons entwining his arms, and doesn't have either the um, either of the pins. Oh, is it on his that, coat that have that show dedicated yeah. and Ashaman? Because he's the like um, well. Remember yeah. the scene earlier on when Rand 
basically is giving the speech to the Ashraman, and he says, this is how rank works, and then he automatically promotes um, Taim to Ashraman, and Taim is mad. Yeah. And just... because it's he's just said, okay, you are officially mine to promote. And yes. I'm not sure whether Rand consciously or subconsciously meant to do it that way or if he was just like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm this he's my lieutenant and I'm showing everybody that he's it's my probably lieutenant. Probably kind of both cuz I think they have a they have some uh there's there's already tension between them, even though yes. like Tyne technically recognizes Rand as better. Even in like their first scene in this book, I think there's like tension between them and and uh, even with it, with a nefarious schemes, he Tyne knows it's not in his best interest to start a fight with Rand. Yes, because like in a straight up in a straight up one on one fight, Rand would win. Yes, um, so, but he, so Tyne settles for. Um, rebuking Rand's promotions and yes. says, "I wear what I want, and yeah. it doesn't matter what I wear. I, I'm in charge here." And Rand's just like, "Okay, that's fine." Yeah, I which is <laughs> interesting. I, yeah, he. Well, I he was know. at this point. He's probably more focused. His fury, Not right his now. fury was all directed at the Aes Sedai. This at large at this point. Yes. <laughs> um, by, by the end of this battle, right. <laughs> Uh, so in Rand's escape, he um, stills um, pretty. I think all of his, uh, all of the women holding the shield on him. But it was only there's only like three or four of them left at that time. I think. Um. Because oh, you mean okay? So because he she because he because the, the whole thing where so he's trying to break out and he's working with Luce Theron. They right. they um there it, are six points. Yes and. If they're a hard point, then he can break it. Right. If it's... And if it's a soft point, then he can't. Right. But oh, but but once there are only three, then he can just burst through it with sheer force. Yes. Uh, I think. Yeah, you may be right that he only stills the women who are holding the soft points. Yes, because yeah, who are basically basically didn't tie it off or what? However, I, I, I'm assuming they tied them off because I'm assuming it was like they I think tied the, them off and went off to fight. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So the, it is because of. His uh, his help that they were oh, able yes. to yeah. that he was able to escape, mm-hmm. um, and then finally you get uh, a very chilling decision by Rand, which is to just let's go with obliterate the Shido uh, with the Ashima. Well, Rand. Well, okay. So here and well, so here's what I wanted to. Make a point about this. Rand's not the Rand gives a pseudo order, and then times the one that gives like the order. Ashaman kill. Yes, which is and, uh, is one of the lines in this sequence. Yeah, I I could totally see that. Um, my question there was like, who has in that moment? Does Taim do the Ashaman almost have more? I'm not gonna say loyalty, but how? Like, does Taim almost have more? Like direct power or control over them than Rand does. I, at this I point. think. I think he already, regardless of um, how you see what Time's intentions are and whatnot, he very clearly does. Yeah, I don't think there's a question about that. But 
I don't think it's an issue for Rand at this moment because uh, there was a point where um, he there's an Ashman where he's trying to hurt a bunch of um, it might be two rivers people I, I just people on horseback at the very least and Rand just clubs him over the head and so he tries to attack Rand oh yes yes and so yes, it's like okay yes. they clearly would not don't recognize right him. yes as their I mean he he's the dragon reborn but like Tyim's the leader of their mm-hmm. organization and then Tyim does make a point of like smacking the guy down himself and saying are you really gonna attack the dragon reborn I don't think so yes um so th- that that happens um and then Yes, but Taim is the one that gives the actual order. The actual order to create. Um, I think Jordan used uh, meat grinder. Yes, meat, meat grinder is the word the term that he uses, which is probably pretty accurate given the idol just explode hundreds of Shido. <laughs> but Rand is the or one. The that, not Rand is the one that says, "Do your thing, break them." Yeah, he said, "Break them," because he's he says Savannah wants my head. I'm going to send a message back to her, basically. Um, yeah, and then and she's, she gets away, and I'm like... <laughs> but anyways... And you know not, some of what that leads to already, which we won't go Yeah, into. we're not going into that, but... Yeah, anyway, but... Yeah. Yeah, so, well, they're pretty broken. I mean, they flee. Yes. <laughs> like, they scatter, which, I mean, you know, if, if basically... I mean, can't like, if, stand if up you have effectively a hundred or however many mini nukes, like, standing there that can just explode your soldiers with a thought, mm-hmm. essentially, like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and everyone around Rand is... You know, Disturbed or Perrin throws up. Yeah, yeah. So Perrin throws up. Yes. Rand, Rand get, does Rand get a little sickened? I forget if. I think he might. Um, Although, and he's probably holding the void. Yeah. He, so well, and he's in such a like shaky mental place right now too, that like where he's just totally filled with rage as well. So he's a little less affected. But by yes, the, this this um, yeah, them say Perrin incredible violence. Yeah, that's happening right. In front yeah, of him. and the, well, all the eyes that I are just like. What just happened? Yes. <laughs> like, is this what we're dealing with now? Um, yeah, which leads then to, which is a really poignant, poignant is not the right word, but uh, kneel or you will be knelt. Yes. <laughs> yes, kneel uh, or... The, I so think the time, line, this time's line. Time's, time's time, line. <laughs> time has two of those lines. He has Ashman kill and... Well, it's kneel to the dragon reborn, oh. or you will be knelt. Um, but the other two lines are well. The, the two, two lines that come before that are between Perrin and the wolves. Oh yes, Perrin says they have caged Shadow Killer, and yes. the wolves say we come. Shadow and those Killer, are both those are both heart pumping lines. Shadow Killer is a really cool name for yeah. Rand. Rand has Rand has a Rand, That's my my favorite. I, I I think it's actually mentioned in. I think Luce Theron mentions it in this Lord of the Morning. I think right now is my favorite of his titles. Yes, Sha- Shadow Killer might be the second. The qu- or, yeah yeah Shadow Killer might be my second. Okay yeah, and there is a point where he says. 
when he gets out, um, no, it's Luz Theron that's, once he's out, he says, they will pay. I, I am the Lord, Lord of the, of the morning. morning. Yes. Um, which I'll be curious if or when the, we find out what that is actually, like, like where that title comes from. Yes. Yeah, they, he, okay, yes. Well, I mean, um, like, other than, like, he's the main person I mean, there is the a, there's a, there's a there's a there is a simple explanation. Yeah, for it. yeah. I mean, I, I I I would be okay if it was just oh he's the main person for the light, so like the dawn and the morning coming. But and Robert Jordan woke up one day and said, "Lord and morning, those those sound great together." The or you know sound given so his names can just come like that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'd be curious to hear to like. See his thought process as he was writing some of the later books, but that's an entirely different discussion that we'll be having later. Yes. Anyways, <laughs> um, uh, the I'm going to read the whole last bit of Demise Wells. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, go ahead. Because it, it it's similar to the ending of say, uh, um, books two and three, where you also have like big events like Falm and uh, Tear. Yes, although this is executed better than Falm or Tear. Well, yes. Well, or, or, and certainly Falm, but I'm talking about like huge spectacles uh, yeah. that mm-hmm. create stories. So he's talking about uh, how stories are oh, created. Oh, he, he does this in a few of them. Yes, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. First two and three and now six. Um... And it's in a discussion about that that he goes into this. On a day of fire and blood, a tattered banner waved above Dumai's wells bearing the ancient symbol of Aes Sedai. On a day of fire and blood in the one power, as prophecy had suggested, the unstained tower, broken, bent knee to the forgotten sign. The first nine Aes Sedai swore fealty to the dragon reborn, and the world was changed forever. Now, the... That ending line is 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 one of the lines of this chapter. Oh, the and first nine. Oh, the, oh, the, the Neil, first nine. You, I said, I, to the Dragon where you know this. It's, it's such a pivotal event. But the reason I read the whole thing is that the rhythm, the poetic rhythm oh, yes. of those three sentence long paragraphs, yeah, is perfect. It is. No, that's a really cool. Section. He he was he was God touched when he wrote that. I think. Yeah, no, there, there's a couple. I mean, it, it there's a couple things like that where he re, Jordan really nails it with the language. I mean, it, the the pity is that uh, pity is not what I'm looking for, but like as a whole, I think he does. As a whole, I think he gets too much into the language, like in in all the books, but um, but like. When he nails it, he really nails it. <laughs> yes. Yes, I agree. Um, the epilogue is... Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, wait, uh, first... Uh, oh, go ahead. So, Aram, the, the tinker with the oh, sword, yes. is in Perrin's party. That's right, yeah. Him and Loyal. And he's so freaky. Oh, he's... He's he, so freaky. He, he's like... Totally dispassionate. No, or, he's or, not. Or, no, that was he's, he Perrin. laughs. No, oh, no, it's Perrin that like pictures them as like what, yeah, as, like, which is like okay, like, I get that totally. Yeah. But Arm is laughing as he's cutting he, through, and it's just like yeah. Perrin, like pay attention. I'm like 
you, you assumed responsibility for this person. And assumed he has just done a 180 as... And... No, to be fair, like, in, in the moment, it's not like Perrin's gonna... No, 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 <laughs> but, I'm, not, I'm not saying that, right? but, but just later maybe on, you remember yeah. later, um, or just see other signs. I I, I find the, the 180 of Aram totally credible. I, well, it, it, it's because you you, see, you meet him in book one. Yes. And then you don't see him again until book four. Yes. So I, I think... Well, he's, he's a very... He's a especially carefree young man in a society of it's not that they're carefree in fact in in ways they're really not carefree but they at least are really secure in how they approach life and conduct themselves Um, or so they tell themselves because it's possible that the Tuatha'an because as as powerful as society is, people also are who they are. Yes, and you have one guy who is—he's—he's he's, again—he's very free spirit, so he's a little rebellious. So it starts with rebellion, and then I think he starts to really unpack hmm. um, all of this societal baggage and repression. Yes. That everyone experiences, but he manages to break through. But when he breaks through, it's, it really yeah, breaks through. It's, it's yeah, because all although because that none of the well, it's not, none of the main protagonists have really. I mean, the the closest, although none of them were in that type of society. Because the two rivers <laughs> is kind of like it's as we talked about. It's just kind of the default, like oh, they're a farmland type thing. So there yeah. isn't that like. There isn't the, there aren't those taboos like you can't kill or you can't ever use violence. Except note that the one person we could say that about is Perrin. And Perrin yes. is the one that takes him into his custody. This that is true with Perrin too. Perrin Wait, just that. that he um is anti-violence, but he does it to himself. Yes, 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 yes. That is a character thing for him, not not something that was imposed on him by his environment. I mean, I the two rivers people aren't violent, but it's not. It's not like you're never. It's not like they're not anti-defend yourself or no, fighting. No, no, <laughs> absolutely. They just had to get good at it. But in in yes. concept, they were fine with it. Um, I don't think it's coincidence that Jordan put. Perrin, yeah, put those two together, and general in general, put Perrin in the crosshairs of the Tuatha on so many times. Yeah, that may, yeah, that makes sense. He also yeah. uh, met them at the same time that he met Elias, so he had That's that right. kind of dichotomy to work yes. with there. Yes, yeah, because Elias is he's well, Elias is, was I mean, from what little we see of him in like book one, he he's just kind of like he's more like well, you do what you have to do. Yes, Chris. but he, but yeah, so he's not, uh, he's more of an example though, as opposed to someone oh, who yes. tries to force anything on Perrin. Yes, yes, no, I would agree. There really isn't any, well, other than Fayil that tries to force things onto Perrin. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just, she, she's I really... think, I think if there were anything, anyone other than Fayil doing that, he would break. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think Fayil's enough. <laughs> To handle, yeah. frankly. Uh, oh, I didn't know the only, um, 
So I kind of wish the battle was a little more drawn out. And it's funny that I say that because we spent like the last half hour talking about it. But the chapter itself is only like 20 pages or something, which it in a book, I'm using pages just because I don't know the word counts. But in a book that's like a thousand plus pages, for that to be the, I mean, the climax is really when he gets kidnapped through the ending. Yes. Or arguably, but like the, the payoff I would kind of want to have been a little more extended, mm-hmm. and the, the okay. but is well. I I on the whole I disagree, um, and the reason I say that is isn't isn't the payoff really for the uh, conflict that was introduced at the very end, which is that's it's, true. it's the payoff no, that, for that's his kidnapping, that's not true. for the rest of the book. Th- that's true. So uh, th- that's true. So I I guess in that sense, so I and I guess this is kind of the last third of this book that kind of that might have thrown me off because I, I'm expecting the whole book. He's um, you expected it I, to I, be some yeah I, I was yeah the whole book yeah the whole book he's like making making moving his armies Matt's doing things moving the armies around and you're thinking all right he's pulling some sort of bait and switch with Samael and you don't know what but assuming that that's going to be the resolution to this book mm-hmm. but instead you get all right well now Matt's going to Ibudar with um, Lane and Nynaeve and Rand gets kidnapped which is a great twist but it's not I guess I was a little more put off, um, a little more, uh, I, I it, put off. Yeah, put off by the fact that it it was it didn't feel as much of a resolution to the book. I should I guess I should say. right, and that's true that it isn't. Um, I I I mean I I guess I didn't really track when I first read it for the first time. I didn't track the whole semi-L thing. I just was instantly flooded with a bunch of emotions right, when I awesome when he scene. got when he got kidnapped, <laughs> kidnapped yeah. and then that creates an instant almost unbearable tension at least for me it did when it, that happened and then as they're going to catch up I'm like come on come on come on and then the shortness of the battle is like a it's you have the release valve um to to start with and then when he breaks out, it's obviously the immediate uh, resolution of the problem. Yes. Yeah, so what I was actually going to kind of on that thought, I kind of wish there was kind of going back to extending it a little bit. There was some 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 sense at some point that Team Rand could lose. And, and yes, it's a bad situation. And uh, the closest we kind of get to that is it's Perrin has an initial point of view where he's fighting through the horde with Loyal and uh, Aram, and he's basically like, all right, I, I can't really make much forward progress. And I think that's when the Ashramans show up. But like... Yes. But I I, I would have wanted a little more of a... Like, this could have, like, really big consequences, like, immediately. Or I, I would, yeah, like, more of a danger of Team Rand losing. Of like either somehow Galena they're gonna like get him away or somehow they're gonna just their army's just gonna lose the battle right uh, just to create more of and a sense some, of like yeah some uh, secondary characters dying yeah and, yeah and like some Perrin probably not dying but yeah being Perrin, captured yeah yeah well. yeah I doubt that Perrin would have necessarily died nor uh, but um yeah just some some credence of like yes something 
more a little more of potential consequence uh during the battle um mm. i mean uh, once the ashramans show up i mean there is no way team rain doesn't win <laughs> but then it's but, well i'll get into that no i'll get, actually get into that soon um well let's go into the epilogue that's fine all right um yeah I mean, summed up as Demandred return. So the prologue was Demandred going to the Dark One and being receiving orders to Sao Chaos, mm-hmm. and the uh, ending is the epilogue is him coming back and saying, "I've, I've succeeded." Or is is the Dark One that says like, "You've done well" or something like that? He says, "Have I not done well, Great yes. Lord?" Um, remember though that um, the epilogue. Is where Herod Fell dies. Is it the epilogue or uh-huh. is it? Hold on. Uh-huh. Let's see. We are both uh, finding the page, but. Oh. oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah, there is. Yeah, he, yeah. There is when the golem yep. squeezed under the door. Um, once the golem was inside the room, few men would have stood any chance, and were like. Oh, what's the what's the golem? But it, it's enough for the the one woman to come in and be like, "Oh, he was literally torn limb, limb from limb." That's uh, that's that's yeah, not good. That's so someone didn't want it, didn't want what was inside his head to get to rant. Yes, and yeah, and we talked more about him in the last episode. But yeah, you get the sense that there's stuff that he knows that's important with like a capital I. Yes. To the whole story. Yes. Um, so that would make sense. Yes. And I think those, this all ties together to realize that there's a sense of demise wells. Because we have, it, it, it feels like he got out. Yes. He, he made those. Aes Sedai yeah, Neil, he, he, he put he put them in their place. He went against essentially stealth assassinated them. He didn't actually kill them, but but, but as, as good yeah, as, as, as good we, as, as we've like, learned. Well, yeah. not anymore. If nine, but ninety isn't going yeah. isn't going to help them. No. Anyway, um, <laughs> but so we get all that, and he's standing tall and proud. But is it really the mm. victory? I mean, it, Team Rand won. Team Rand won the battle in the sense that they accomplished their goal of rescuing Rand, yes. whereas Team Galena and Savannah both did not. They did not. But but <laughs> you have this final scene where um, Demandred yes. says that he asks if he's done well, and the Great Lord answers by laughing, indicating that he yes. had, and then. Herod Fell, who might have shed some light on the true nature of this conflict, is dead. And you get the sense this whole um, con- this whole conflict, uh, th- this whole skirmish here, and this whole book may really not be about this fighting and maybe about something more. Yeah, no, that's, yeah, and that's I think a good point because I mean, if you look at and we already talked about who is Lord of Chaos, but just the concept of chaos, even in this book, or or let me rephrase that: the state of Randland at the end of this book is the well, the biggest 
thing is you have the eye to eye split so the white tower is broken mm-hmm. like how if that I mean how are you going to define that it's broken the introdu- the second biggest thing I would say is the introduction of the ashraman as a thing in general is yes. an organized group of male channelers that are literal killing machines killing machines who are still in danger of going insane yes uh, so those are the two big things uh then you have whatever other stuff Teen Dark One is doing. Mm-hmm. Um, the Shido are still the Shido are still out there. They're mm-hmm. still like Savannah's still out there. I mean, the Forsa- like Samael is still doing his thing. So there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, when Rand is still partially well, is going is in the process of or goes insane periodically. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so there's a lot of variables at play in Randland that could ne- positively or negatively affect lots of other things. Yes. It, it, this is, There is more to this than, than meets the eye, and it, it, it is at once more complicated and more simple than we think. That's all I'll say. Okay. Alright, I do not cannot say yet, but we will see. So, um, so that's kind of the overall like, oh, what does it mean? But as far as like a book in the series, what did it, what did it do for you? I mean, How I think... You compare it? So, if I, ranking wise, from... With one to six, I'd probably put it at two. I'd probably right now it'd be four, six, five, and I don't know how how I would order one, mm-hmm. two, and three. But yeah. um, but it would probably go four, six, five for me. Um, but 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 like as far as this book goes, I mean a lot of major things happen. <laughs> yes. Um, it's the yeah. I, I think the 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 coolest bombshell moments I think ha- have happened in this book being the um, uh, Nynaeve healing Logan and Swain and uh, Enlian and um, Egwene becoming Emerlin. Yes. Uh, so. Yes. Yeah. And for me and first of all I'm really glad that you agree about this the strength of Four through six, yes. as opposed to, uh, well, you've you've now read uh, one through nine, yes. and four through six, and we'll we'll go ahead. are the are the strongest, and I think we both agree uh, with that. Um, though, um, I just I well, you said four, six, five. I just put I I just put four under six and five. That's my oh sure. That's my yeah. difference. Um, this is the book that um, combined important character moments, forward momentum, and complexity the best. I think that's fair. Yeah, com- com- the complexity element being what... Yeah, that makes sense. Both of the books that came before it and the books that came after it. Yeah, and we'll have obviously discussions on the books immediately following. Yes. Um, yeah. It it but. well it 
it it goes a little downhill from here. Um, most people say, and obviously we both bo- uh, we both ge- agree yeah, on ge- that. Generally agree, although mm. yeah, we'll get more into why and such not mm. in this podcast. But <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So no, I I would agree with that though, especially the complexity factor. I mean, for me, the reason for being number one right now is because it, it, largely because. All of the major characters have something that have some sort of significant character thing that they do in that book, mm-hmm. um, and uh, that, yeah, that that would be probably my major. That is true. That'd probably be my major thing for book four. Um, yeah, it's funny because I almost feel like. Four took me has taken me the longest to read so far, and I think that was more just because other things going on. Whereas I've progressively, I think, taken took less time to read seven through nine. But I now that's even though I've enjoyed them less generally mm-hmm. as a whole. Okay, um, I think that's more because I'm starting to admittedly skim certain. Or I'll say speed read, not because mm-hmm. I'm not. It's not like I'm skipping sections. Yeah. but. Okay, so the, the next book, um, we'll we'll talk about the whole book next week then. Uh, that, that, I mean, that, we, if, we, the, if the no, pattern follows, I, that's how quick you'll finish. Oh yes, <laughs> uh, maybe. I mean, yeah. I mean, it, yeah. And as you said, ten seems to be the general least favorite. Yes, but it anyways. certainly it's certainly <laughs> mine. But okay, okay. Anything else? Uh, I think we're good. Um, not sure. So. Next, we'll probably be doing... Next, we will be doing... Uh, we'll be back to Brandon Sanderson and the Stormlight Archive uh, with Words of Radiance. Yes. So... Stay but, tuned for that one. Yes. All right. uh, but until then, uh, we're uh, your hosts, John. And Johnny. Uh, this has been uh, the end of uh, Lord of Chaos, uh, book six of The Wheel of Time, and we will see you next time. Mm-hmm.